Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I hope and trust that you are all well. I'd like to get started by giving a special shout out to the Patreon members. Victoria Huggins, Tina Mead, Tavia S., Nancy Wallace, Mana Ash, Interscare Wifey, Felicia Scott, Cindy Cleveland, and House of Jen. The other members will be listed here on the screen, and I would like to thank you all for becoming a part of the new membership. If you would like to join Back to Ashes right here on YouTube or join the Patreon membership, and as well, if you like what you are hearing and would like to help support a content creator, you can buy me a coffee. All of that information can be found in the description below. With all of that being said, it is time to go back to ashes. For when we arise from the ashes, we are a bigger, brighter, stronger, and happier person in the morning. Sit back, relax, kick back, grab a snack, or tuck in again warm and enjoy this dose of vocal melatonin entitled true paranormal encounters an ad will play right after this introduction i'll read the first story and another ad will play after that there will be no more ads within this video i used to live in a very simple jungle cabin really basic surrounded by dense forest. I was up in bed reading one night, a book about traditional Hawaiian shamanship. Then, as if whispering directly in my left ear, I heard a calm man's voice speak a sentence in a language I couldn't understand. Maybe it was Hawaiian? As if someone next to me said something quietly, but very clearly. I was paralyzed with fear, I put the book down, trying to understand what I just experienced. I've never experienced anything like that before or after. It sounded so crisp. No one was nearby, and it sounded like it was from directly next to me. The voice sounded calm. It didn't have a scary tone, but what the hell? The one encounter was I was reading a book on traditional Hawaiian spirituality. The voice seemed related to what I was reading, though it wasn't 100% obviously spoken Hawaiian. And of all the books I've read, I've never heard a voice speak directly into my ear. This happened years ago, and yeah, that's the closest to a paranormal experience I've ever had. Have any of you ever experienced the same thing? A few years ago, while visiting my grandpa's grave, I began staring at a tree far away for a few minutes for what seemed to be no reason. That night, about 2 a.m., while laying in bed playing MB games, I looked at the window right in front of my bed and saw a silhouette of a woman's head. I didn't think much, thought it was just some object shadow because my parents usually put stuff there. In the morning, wondering what my parents put there, I opened the window and saw nothing. I got chills thinking about some woman staring at me through my window for the whole night. I'm glad I closed the door and the curtain too, but how could she still see me through all that stuff? I thought they'd just see people if it's open. Sometimes I still see it, but this time... It's a woman's floating body wearing a sleep dress, almost like a hanging body. I can't rest assured that it's only my deceased family member, because 
No women in my family have died that I'm aware of. I grew up with paranormal stuff most of my life, but this is the one thing where I have no clue as to what it is. This happened 25 years ago when I lived with two roommates. It was a male and female couple. One night, me and the guy roommate were watching TV and the female roommate came out of her room and told us she was going to take a shower. As soon as she went into the bathroom, a weird albino humanoid creature came out of their room and started to follow her. Then, it stopped and looked at me and my guy roommate and ran back to the bedroom. Me and the roommate looked at each other and ran after it. But when we got into the bedroom, there was nothing in there. We searched the whole house and found nothing. To this day, I still have no idea what it was. Anyone ever experienced anything like this? I drew a picture of the house layout and of what we saw. Not very good, but best I could do. I circled an X as to where it stopped and saw us. To this day, we haven't seen the creature since. My brother and I bought a Ouija board about a year ago, when my parents were gone out on a trip. It wouldn't respond if my brother was playing, but when I played alone, it gave me the answers I was looking for. Prior to this, I had some things happen to me, such as hearing voices and sleep paralysis episodes. I believe it all started about four years ago, when me and my brother decided to do this thing we saw on YouTube called the Dancing Chair Ritual. Basically, it said play this song, Tiptoe in the Tulips. If the song stops, you have summoned a spirit. If the music plays all the way through, you've won the game. If the chair flips over, then you are to not go in the room alone, ever. So, me and my brother, with us being around 15 and 17, were very skeptical. In the middle of doing this, the music stopped. We didn't think anything of it, so we played the rest of the song, then had a few laughs. The next night, around 3.50 or so, our bedroom door started moving slowly. I pointed it out, then my brother called out, Peppa? Nothing responded. He said it again. Then once he said it, the door handle shook violently like someone was trying to rip it off. My brother yelled stop, and it did. He got up and looked around, and no one was there. I really wished I would have filmed it. Then after that, a week or two later, we were at my cousin's house and we heard the piano playing. We were confused because all the adults were helping move, so we asked everyone if they played the piano. To our surprise, everyone said no. This was shortly after my great-grandfather's passing. Then we asked my dad, and he said no. This is what terrified me. My dad said, 
No, son. Whatever was here when your papal was here is now gone. That left chills running straight down my spine. I have a video that I can get from my dad of something sounding like it's dragging a body or something from upstairs, but I'll see if I can get it. I'm sorry about the long message. I just thought you would all like to hear my story. Has anything like this happened to you? Okay, to start, I'm a scientist and believe everything can be expanded. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in the paranormal. It has been proven that humans create an energy that theoretically could save a consciousness. As well as it's possible for other species of animals to exist that we don't know of, or the human mind can see something that can't be explained, or it can be just made up magic when really it's just a different form of energy or life. And to add to that, I believe that the body is the most powerful machine, and the mind is the scariest weapon. Let me tell you a little bit of what I have experienced. When I was young, I was going to have a younger sibling, who happens to now be non-binary. I really wanted a little brother, but one day I put my hand on my mom's belly and said, it's a girl. At that time, Pepper, my sibling, was only in the second phase of it developing in the body. Seven months later, we got a baby girl. I've also have had several talks to seemingly no one when I was younger, and oddly enough, I can remember a small amount of those conversations. Before I get into that, here are some odd things that came from those conversations. They were always on one topic which I struggled to do normally. Usually had to do with science or ethics and other beliefs. My grades often got significantly higher and stayed that way. One conversation had to do with how we see the world compared to others. What do you mean they don't see like me? Are they blind? No. What do you see? The same thing, but just not the same way. Like how? This conversation happened when I was around four to five years of age. Right after I felt my terroristic birth father. After that, my thoughts on humanity changed from its core. I was more forgiving, but that ended up causing more pain in my life. And that's when I remember another conversation that happened when I was around 13. Do you know what people want? No, they're all greedy. That's not true. Unfortunately, it is. We all want something. Maybe it's love or revenge. Maybe it always will come. Careful who you trust. Why? That's the last time I remember having one of those conversations. As well as I always have this feeling that I'm being watched and some sort of mid-class spidey sense, which makes my back tingle and feel weird anytime I don't feel safe. It's helped me get out of some pretty bad situations. I know it can be expanded with science, but I don't know how yet. 
For reference, I could always see or feel ghosts for as long as I could remember. My mother says I was born with a gift, although it sure doesn't feel like one. I was quite young at the time, sometime when I was uh, middle school. My mother, dad, and my older sister were at work at the time, as it was pretty early in the morning. We lived in a basement at the time, which had one room with two beds next to each other. Our living room would be right there as soon as we opened the door. Since it was summer, I had no school, and therefore I stayed home alone, which wasn't new. I have back problems, so every few hours... I had to half-wake myself up to switch the sides I was sleeping on. I think it's important to note that there was no windows in this bedroom, so there couldn't be a reflection or anything from outside. The morning went as normal as I woke myself up and turned around. When I opened my eyes to check what time it was before moving, there was a shadow man laying horizontally in the middle of where the two beds were connected. At first, I thought it was just my eyes playing a trick on me as I just had woken up. So I stayed in the same position, blinking my eyes, trying and thinking that would help. It's safe to say that it didn't help. I stared at it long enough to catch some features. He had a hat on, like a cowboy hat and some really pointy shoes. It was like something out of a 1920s movie. He wasn't exactly a shadow as I could see all of this. It was like a different shade of black compared to the rest of the room. I don't know how long I stayed there, but he disappeared as soon as I moved my feet. I told my sister when she came home as it scared the hell out of me. Later, we googled the house's address and found out there was a fire that burned down whatever house was here before. It didn't say in the article if anyone died in the fire, and we couldn't find anything else on it. But I will say this. The fire happened somewhere between the 1920s through 1940. I can't remember the exact date, but with the clothes he was wearing, it just kind of made sense. This was the first time I physically saw him, but I've heard his voice multiple times after that. I no longer live in that house, but I just cannot shake this memory. For starters, I, a male that's 33 years old, do not believe in the paranormal and I believe everything can be explained through science. That being said, I can't stop thinking about what happened on my wife, Amanda, who's 34, and I's recent camping trip. This past Saturday, my wife and I decided to get away and go camping with our dogs. We live in Washington State and love spending our free time outdoors, hiking and camping. When we camp, We avoid campgrounds and people, and we always seek out remote places where we can be alone deep in the wilderness. This weekend, we found a spot about 10 miles down an old forest service road on National Forest land. On the way to our camping spot, 
we passed some other dispersed campers along the road, but eventually found a nice spot to ourselves without cell phone reception and connection to the civilized world. We went to bed that night around 10 p.m. and tried to stay warm as the temperature dropped from the 70s well into the deep 40s. I am naturally a light sleeper and continuously wake up throughout the night on a regular basis and this night was no different. Every little leaf rustle or twig snap kept waking me up. It also didn't help that my dogs were constantly wedging themselves between my wife and I, pushing me to the edge of the tent. Eventually, morning came and I laid in my sleeping bag, listening to the birds chirp as the sun began to brighten the sky. It was about 5 a.m. as I laid there listening in the morning chill, when I suddenly heard something that made my heart leap out of my chest. I heard a woman's voice, what seemed like maybe 50 feet away from the tent call out, Is Amanda there? I could barely breathe, and my face began to burn with fear. I laid there for what seemed like 10 minutes, waiting to hear the voice again, or hear someone walking around the forest. But all I heard were the chirps of the early morning birds. I eventually got up and opened the tent and looked around. I didn't see anything out of the ordinary, and definitely didn't see a woman. I began to relax and figured I must have been still going in and out of sleep as I laid in the tent and just dreamt that a woman was calling out to my wife. But I haven't been able to stop thinking about it and how vivid and real it was. My wife woke up not long after, and I told her about it, and she also said that I must have been dreaming. We ended up packing out early that morning so that we could get home and get some weekend chores complete before starting the work week. It's been three days and I can't seem to come up with any other explanation other than I was dreaming. I tried searching around the internet to see if someone else has experienced something similar, or if there are any old legends or lore of voices calling out your name in the forest, but I haven't really found anything. Has anything like this happened to any of you? I'm going to start with saying that I live in a very rural area, and I live on 13 acres of heavy forest. In my forest, there is a camper van that has been there since my family moved in, and a couple of months ago, me, a female, and one of my good friends, a guy, decided we were going to check it out. When we tried to open the door, it was locked, which we thought it was weird because... Me and my dad got in there when we moved in, but that didn't stop us. Once we got in, we made sure we had knives. As soon as we went inside, we both said that we got a weird vibe from the place, but we ignored it. The camper has one big living room and kitchen combined. Then there is a tight hallway with a door leading to the bathroom. Then at the end of the hall, there was another room 
we couldn't bring ourselves to go through that doorway. Once we had our fun, broke the windows, slashed the couch, threw stuff, we left it alone. I was throwing a birthday party at my house, and there were six people. We decided that we would all go into the camper, so we walked through the woods and into the camper, and we went through the hallway. Once we were all the way in the back bedroom, four of the six people in the room, including me, heard tapping on one of the windows, but not like a finger tapping. We had all agreed it sounded like a sharp metal object. We ran out of the camper, but we weren't really that spooked. The thing that is making me want to write this down happened about an hour ago, four days after the party. I was in the basement where my room is, and I heard the same three taps with a sharp metal object. I wasn't super freaked out until I went upstairs and I told my mom about it. And I texted my friends that were at the party about it. While texting them, I thought about how the sound of the tapping sounded almost identical. In that instant, my blood ran cold. Because I realized that the windows leading to the outside of the house are extremely thick. And the windows on the camper is thin glass. But right behind where I was sitting was a small glass window that led to the older part of my basement, inside. I don't know if this is paranormal or if there is someone in my house right now, but if anyone has any ideas on what it could be, please let me know. I don't know if this counts as paranormal or a cryptic, but I need to get this off my chest and tell someone. For the backstory, I have ancestry of Native Americans. Some married into my family, others walked the Trail of Tears. Keep in mind, where this happened wasn't far from the historical trail itself. When I was about six to seven years old, I lived out in the country, Tennessee. And we didn't have many neighbors, but we sure did have a lot of woods and fields. My mom and dad got two healer puppies, whom we kept in this old 1800s barn, which was two stories but mostly made up of rafters, like the owls liked to perch on. One night, I went outside to go into the barn to tell my puppies goodnight. All I had was a flashlight and the only light in the barn was an old cafe-covered bulb, the ones you plug in or are able to hold. It was hovering over my puppy's pen. Once I got to the pen, I was confused. They didn't run up to me. They stayed in the corner, huddled against each other, looking up behind me. When I turned around to look into the rafters, I met with two large eyes black with only the light reflecting off of them. My flashlight was old, so I couldn't see very much. It was a crappy one, the one that you had to smack a lot. I saw what appeared to be deer antlers and long raven claws. It kept staring at me, tilting its head to get a better look at me, 
making clicking sounds. At this point, I'm in the pen with my puppies, trying to put as much distance as I could between me and this... thing. It only stopped approaching when it heard my father coming into the barn, yelling my name. This thing let out what I could only describe as an elk being torn by howling wolves before disappearing into the rafters and possibly through one of the many holes in the siding. But that's not why I'm writing this story. I've been having dreams the past decade. I'm now 18 years old for more contacts and I've been having these dreams since I was eight. Randomly in my dreams, I see an elk skull being usually sitting in a corner or standing right next to me. Not trying to threaten me, nor trying to cause emotional turmoil. It's just there. Every now and again, a raven's skull will take its place. The only way I can describe appearance is like... Kianchu from Moon Knight, without the staff, feathered. And like the other, it wouldn't cause any harm. I've also had episodes of sleep paralysis where the elk skull being is sitting either next to me, looking around, or where it is looking out the window or blocking a door. And even more recently, it's been accompanied by the raven skull being, almost as if they're guarding it in shifts. This week, I've been waking up to terrible scratches along my back, like a girl with acrylics that just attacked me, and I've had an increased number of dreams where they are present. Are these beings protecting me? I'm starting to become worried, and I'm scared with my lack of knowledge about these things. So please, any sort of explanation would be helpful. Thank you all in advance. So, it's 1 a.m. and this has been my night, right? I'm on this serene Dutch Caribbean island, a little slice of paradise. It's just me, a 30-year-old female, and my buddy Juan, who's a 34-year-old male. After work, we decide to hang out at my place, unwind, you know, the deal. Now, here's where it gets interesting. A few weeks ago... Something really strange happened. It was just me and my sweet dog Riley at home. Out of the blue, she wakes up, fixates on this corner of the room, and starts growling fiercely. Her fur stands on end, and it sent shivers down my spine, honestly. But here's the thing. I didn't mention it to Juan at the time. Fast forward to one of our breaks... We're chatting away, and I decide to share that eerie dog incident with him. And you won't believe what he tells me. Seriously. He casually says, Oh, those spirits flying around the streets at night? I once saw a dark shadow flying from your place over my car. It wasn't harmful or anything, and it didn't even notice me. Can you believe that? Now, things have been getting even stranger lately. Objects seem to be moving around in my place, but nothing goes missing, if you catch my drift. And just tonight, I let my dog out into the backyard. Suddenly, 
around 10.30, she starts barking incessantly, and I didn't want to disturb the neighbors, so I quickly bring her back in. But brace yourself, my friend. At 11 p.m., Juan and I are goofing around and having a good laugh in the bathroom when, clear as day, I hear a voice saying, Hello. It had this jovial accent, like an older Rasta gentleman from Navai or Trinidad. It took me by surprise, to be honest. I looked at Juan, silently mouthing, Who could be outside my bathroom window? And he's taken aback because he heard a growl, not a greeting. He rushes outside to check, but there's absolutely no one there. Here's where it gets even more bizarre, my dear. You see, my apartment is situated on a hill, and all our back doors lead to the same path carved into the mountain against a rock wall. Yes, we didn't hear a single sound nearby, and my initial thought was that maybe our next-door neighbor was playing a trick on us, just reminding us of his early morning routine. But alas... There was no one there, no prankster in sight. Now, let me tell you, my heart skips a beat when I hear those raspy sounds on the roof late at night, like they are right now. I always blame it on the monkeys, iguanas, and watch-me lizards. However, usually at this hour, monkeys and iguanas aren't roaming about, so it's quite unsettling. And those taps on the back wall, they keep happening. And the watchmes usually just chirp their too small and soft to tap. Juan believes the spirit went up the mountain, and he warned me never to respond with a greeting, as it might invite it inside. According to him, this spirit is a friendly presence, not harboring any ill intentions. Honestly, my friend, it's unnerving. I'm feeling a bit frightened, and my loyal dog is cuddled up right next to me, but keeps jumping off the bed randomly and running to the back door in a charge. I do believe in the paranormal, but that voice was just too clear, you know? It's possible it could have been an intruder or something. This whole situation is playing tricks on my mind, and it's hard not to feel a bit shaken. Edit. I'm texting my friend about it now. The dog keeps running at the door. Edit 2. I checked out behind my house today. There was nothing there. I measured my back window, and it's just over 8 foot from the ground. It wasn't a pest of some sort in the walls, as all my walls are solid concrete. Pretty standard in this part of the Caribbean. My Spanish lady neighbor said that there are a lot of traveling spirits in our area. She said they wake up around midnight and check around until about 4 a.m. They check and look for negative energy. She said that by reacting to it, the spirit knew I heard it and kept knocking on the door to be let in. I believe in the paranormal, but I've never heard anything like this before. Juan said if it kept on past when the sun comes up, then it could have been a person. 
but he said the wandering hours for the street spirits are between midnight and 4.30, not later as the sun chases them off. What in the actual hell? Edit 3. My boss's mom noticed I was a bit off today. She told me to put a lime in a glass of water. If it floats, everything's good. If it sinks, there is something with negative energy or energy intent. Has anyone else heard of this? I've recently moved to Weed, California. It's a small town next to Mount Shasta. For work. I'm an avid hiker and love exploring. So, naturally, two days ago, I decided to go hike the mountain on one of my days off. Not entirely sure why, but I decided to drive my car very deep into the forest, surrounding the base of the mountain, as far as the dirt road would allow me. It was around 3 p.m. with a clear sky, so I was very confident and enjoying the scenery as I got out of my car and started my hike, heading closer to the mountain. At first, it was your regular, everyday hike. Lots of birds and squirrels around. That smell of nature that fills your lungs as you walk across the terrain. It wasn't until I reached a small dried-up river that I noticed something was... off. As I stopped to look at the dried-up river and take pictures, I noticed that it was strangely very, very quiet. No birds chirping, no signs of squirrels or other animals, and even the sound of the wind you hear when you're on a mountain seemed to be completely gone. At the time, I thought it was just an odd coincidence and started walking up alongside the river. But, as I kept walking and being able to only hear my own footsteps, I couldn't shake the feeling that I was being watched. Not the kind of feeling that makes you think someone is outside your window watching you. The kind of feeling that makes you feel multiple people or things are observing your every move, studying you. I've never had that kind of feeling in my life, but what happened after made me completely forget about that feeling. I suddenly started to hear something out of nowhere that sounded like angelic humming or maybe a song with no lyrics. But it also sounded strangely electric, like the sound a telephone line makes. It wasn't very loud, but enough to make me look in the direction it was coming from. I looked to the other side of the dried-up river that had multiple trees and other foliage to see someone or something looking straight at me. It almost looked like a ghost with it looking completely white. But this thing was very clearly there. It almost looked like it was wearing a robe, but I couldn't see its feet, hands, or even a face. Although it had an oval head. However, I could feel it looking straight at me, almost as if it was trying to remember every detail. Even from far away, I could tell that its entire body had a very weird texture, almost like porcelain, but if porcelain was a silky fabric, 
it was very obviously not human. I was very understandably in complete shock and terror. Frozen in place, just kind of scared. We both looked at each other for what felt like forever. But it was most likely around 20 to 30 seconds. I very, very slowly started walking backwards. I don't think I took more than two steps when it tilted its head, as if it was curious or even surprised at what I was doing. All the while, I could still hear that electric, angelic humming. And I swear it got a little louder when I took those steps back. When I turned my head to look behind me, to make sure the way was clear so I could run, the song suddenly stopped, abruptly without warning. This shocked me, and when I turned back to look at the thing, it was gone. No sign of it anywhere. As soon as I saw that it disappeared, I ran as fast as I could, following the path I took back. Even after it had disappeared and while I was running, I could still feel like I was being watched from all sides. I almost tripped a few times because of how fast I was running. When I got to my car, sounds of animals and the mountain wind suddenly came back, but I was still scared out of my mind and drove as fast as I could away from the mountain. I've never had anything paranormal happen to me in the past, and... I've honestly always been very skeptical of stuff like that. But this experience has left me questioning a lot of things. I don't think I want to go back on that mountain. I've even had a nightmare about the experience. I'm not even sure what I saw or what to call it. This is my first time ever posting this story, but I, a 32-year-old female, wanted to share my experience that could not be explained when I stayed at the Del Coronado Hotel on Coronado Island in San Diego. Since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated with ghosts and the unknown. I was about 12 years old at the time, about 20 years ago, and my parents decided to take my sister and I to the Dell Hotel. As soon as I got there, I was fascinated by the hotel and the feeling I got there. It was a feeling of dread and fear, but also of excitement. They had cool old elevators with an attendant operating them, and there was a downstairs area where you could shop. But I got really weird vibes down there. Overall, just a spooky feeling. I remember asking my parents if anyone had seen ghosts here or if the hotel had a history. My parents weren't sure, so we went to the front desk so I could ask. They handed me a pamphlet about the ghost that is said to haunt the grounds. Her name was Kate Morgan, and she had come to the hotel at the turn of the 20th century and had been waiting for her husband, or lover, at the hotel for a few days. After five days, she killed herself with what is believed to be a self-inflicted wound from a handgun. 
If I can recall correctly, she did it on the stairs from the hotel leading down to the beach. I was totally fascinated by this ghostly stranger and read the pamphlet over and over. I was hanging out with my family in our room when my dad decides that we need some ice from down the hall. He left the door open, and my sister, mom, and I were just laying in the two beds reading our respective literature. All of a sudden, I got this really cold feeling. Then, without warning, the door slams shut, and I mean slammed. It was really loud and abrupt and scared the shit out of all of us. My dad came back wondering why the door was closed and walked in on all of us, looking pale from what had just happened. He joked, Did you all see a ghost or something? My stomach just dropped. As a logical child, I tried to figure out the most rational explanation of what had just occurred. I tried to move the door myself with a small push, but it just slowly swung back open. I looked for any open windows, but everything was sealed shut as it was wintertime. I remember a large Christmas tree being in the lobby. I laid wide awake while everyone was sleeping, trying to figure out what had happened. I was going through scenarios all night and just couldn't figure out how the door had slammed so violently. I never understood why or how the door moved like that, but I just made peace with it. If it was Kate, I'd like to think she was just saying hello in her own way. I guess I'll never know for sure, but that whole experience was eerily exciting. I look forward to going back one day. I asked that thing that had been in my house for 17 years to show itself tonight, and I'm questioning whether I made the correct choice. Here's some context. My parents bought land when I was little, and they built the house from the ground up. I moved there when the building was finished, and I'm the first owner that lives here with my parents. The weird things started from the beginning. The first weird thing was that I started hearing my mom or my grandmother calling my name. And when I asked them why did they call me, they said that they hadn't called me at all. The second thing was that when I was alone, I sometimes heard knocking from the front door and there would be no one there. And me being the child, I would open it and looked around to see who it was. The third thing was that I started getting nightmares constantly, so I started sleeping in my parents' room. The fourth thing was that I started getting chills randomly. All those things started slowly going away as I got older. It then came back harder some years ago. I started waking up in the middle of the night, sweating profusely, even in winter where it gets negative 10 to negative 20 degrees and I started getting anxious when I was home alone or when it was night. The banging started again, but this time it was on the walls too. We even started hearing them in the sauna, washing room as most people call it. My parents 
taught that it was mice or some rodents. I started hearing shuffling and creaking even in the day, though. But the two years now have been the most unbearable. I have started seeing things in the corner of my eye when I would move around the house in the day. But when I look back, I won't see anything unusual. I started noticing that some doors would be slightly open, even though no one has gone through them for that day. It would be the sauna in the bathroom. And it started even happening with my closet. These all could be a coincidence, right? But I can't explain or rationalize these next events. I woke up one morning at 2 or 3 a.m., with a sweat like usual, but this time I couldn't go back to sleep even though I was sleepy. I started getting anxious and scared for no reason, and I started to think that there was no sound outside. Usually at this time of the year, middle of the summer, I would hear some birds or crickets, but I couldn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything except a light scratching sound. I was at the second floor of my window, fully open, so I laid there until 6 a.m. and went to the gym with my dad. The second thing was that I was alone with my dad this September. We were upstairs playing on our computers when suddenly I heard our front door open and someone walking around. My dad heard it too, and he went to check it out because usually when my mother comes home, she always says hello. We both went down and looked all over the house to find no one. The third one was just two days ago. I was going to bed at 1 a.m., and when I was tucking myself in, I pulled my legs up to let the blanket go around my legs. I started doing that as a child. I felt someone holding on to the right side corner of my blanket, and they weren't letting go. I panicked and looked at the right side to see nothing. That bed is 2 meters by 1.6 meters and the blanket is 1.7 meters by 1.4 meters. So, like I said, I asked that thing to show itself today so that I could know if it was all a coincidence or not. But I'm starting to doubt myself because after I said that, my heart randomly dropped and I don't know why or the reason. So, a few years back, we had a paranormal occurrence in our home. I say paranormal in quotes because I am not thoroughly convinced that's what it was, though I will say I'm not 100% ruling it out either. Let's see what you all think. It all started with the silverware. For whatever reason, we would only have like two or three forks, or sometimes none, in the drawer at any given time. They weren't in the sink or the dishwasher. Just gone. Then they would all mysteriously reappear in the drawer. Then it would be spoons that would disappear, then reappear. My wife joked, at first at least, that the ghost took them. I chalked it up to having three kids in the house, but even when we checked their rooms for the wayward utensils, we never found any. It got to the point that we had to break out a spare set of silverware 
to augment what we had in the drawer, but it still continued. Then, the whisk disappeared, not something that the kids would take to their room. For several weeks, we all searched the entire kitchen, drawers, cabinets, etc., to no avail. My wife eventually bought another one, and then, one day, there it was in its usual drawer, right on top, like it had never gone missing. Then there was Lego Captain America. My youngest was maybe five at the time and lost the head from his Lego Captain America minifigure. Kids lose stuff all the time, especially tiny parts, but he was beside himself and I tore his room apart, as well as the living room sectional couch, which seems to devour every lost item in our house. I went so far as to taking the backing off of it and turning it upside down. I found all kinds of stuff, but no Lego head, and no silverware, incidentally. I gave it up as a lost cause. Then one day, months later, I walked into my son's room to put away some laundry, and there, smack dab in the middle of his floor, was Captain America's head. No explanation, no one had found it and put it there. Trust me, it was a big enough deal in my house that if someone had found it, they would have said so. I think we even offered a $5 reward to whomever found it. Anyway, this is all minor stuff that could very easily be explained away, and I didn't really pay it a whole lot of mind. Though, to be honest, the Captain America head had me a little stumped. But my wife and daughter were convinced we had a ghost and talked about it all the time. Then things got a little weirder when my youngest swore up and down that he saw the reflection of a man walk behind him in the TV and the glass of some artwork we have hanging on the wall to either side of it. Still, he was five or six at the time, so you know, I didn't take it all that seriously. Then came the culmination of our paranormal activity. My daughter had a friend sleeping over and she and her friend and my wife were on our back patio discussing the ghost. I was asleep at the time as I had work early in the morning when I was awoken by blood-curdling shrieks from downstairs. I ran down, grabbing the axe handle that I keep behind the bedroom door not knowing what to expect but fearing the worst. What I found was my wife, daughter, and my daughter's friend running around our kitchen in hysterics in a completely shattered glass patio door. So, as my wife and daughter tell it, they were on the patio discussing the ghost and the disappearing silverware, Captain America, reflections, etc., my wife was saying something about reading where ghosts only have power if you believe in them, or something to that effect, and that she wasn't going to believe we had a ghost anymore, and when she said, I don't believe in ghosts, the patio door immediately shattered the instant the words left her mouth. My wife has a friend who is into the paranormal and ghost hunting and all that stuff and she put her in touch with a Native American shaman and his son who came to the house 
to let them do whatever it is they do to get rid of spirits, smudge or whatever. I really don't know what all he did as I was at work during the ritual. All I know is, whatever he did, it seems to have worked. We haven't had any weird stuff happen since. So I'm not saying I believe or disbelieve, but that is a lot of weird stuff. My wife and daughter are still convinced we had a ghost. Me, I'm not so sure. What do you all think? Do you really think we actually had a ghost? I've recently told a story about how I heard a voice in my basement, and so did a friend of mine through Discord. I wish that was a made-up story, and now I really wished it was too. I'll try to make this short and sweet, but I just don't know what to do. My reality is shook, and for the first time since I moved in, I'm scared to be in my own home. I live in a pretty relaxed neighborhood. Yeah, we have our bad actors, but I know them all by name and have never once been concerned they break into my home. Hell, I've even let them borrow my tools from time to time if they need it, and they always return them in good condition. Recently, I had a little spook and thought it was confusing, interesting, and most funny. In the end... I ultimately decided to put it away and, just in case, let my neighbors know to keep an eye out if any odd people were around my place, and they were all cool with doing so. Last night, around midnight, I received this text verbatim from the older lady that lives next door to me. I just saw a really tall guy walk into your basement and wanted to let you know... At first, I told her thanks and shrugged it off. It's dark out and she must have mistaken something. Because at this point, I'm at my desk, in the basement. The door didn't open. No one hollered for me. I was certainly, as usual, alone in my basement. I carried on playing probably the 100th Sandbox Island on Tropico 6 and moved on. About half an hour later, she texts me again saying he just left, but didn't go anywhere. I asked her what in the world did she mean by that. Again, verbatim. Well, he walked out and down where you have your camper. I tried following him, but he never came out the other side and never went back. Who was it? Now, the wink at the end of this text is because they think I'm gay since my sister is. I don't know, older folks are odd in how they think sometimes. I guess since we're related, we both must be that way to them. We've never taken offense to it, it's never felt malicious, and it's kind of cute, honestly. At this point, I got a little concerned. I, of course, thought of the previous night and whatnot. So I paused my game to look around. Again, nothing. Not even the slightest sign of someone being there. I did a handful of panels of drywall, putty, and sanding, and hadn't cleaned up most of the dust yet. There were footprints. My Crocs. But otherwise, it was just a bunch of spackle dust everywhere. 
Spackle? Is that what you call that drywall putty? I have no idea. I just know what to buy and what to do with it. So unless someone was playing the floor as lava in my basement, taking nothing, then leaving, no one was here but me last night. At this point, I figured what the hell. I'll just head over to her place and hang out for a bit. Might ease my stress and maybe I can figure out what the hell she saw. The problem is I couldn't get the door open to leave. To explain, my basement door is outside the house itself and doesn't shut close on its own. You kind of have to give it a minute or two since it closes so slowly. And once it finally does its thing, you have to pull this bolt lock to technically shut it. And on top of that, I have a master lock on it to lock it in place when I'm away. But that's all done outside. The master lock was sitting right beside me, so it had to have been jammed or something. Now, that's never happened before. I've lived here since I was 17, and I'm 28 now. My parents sold the house to me when they retired. Yes, I'm incredibly blessed, privileged, lucky, whatever you want to call me, especially nowadays. Thank you, Mom and Dad. No biggie, I thought. I'll just climb out one of the windows, find out why my door's jammed, and then go hang out with the neighbor lady. Problem solved. So I did just that, and the door opened fine from the other side. At this point, I'm starting to take mental notes. I remember telling myself, Damn it, I'm going to have to log into that burner and update those folks on all this. They'll love it. I hop my fence and go talk to her. Summer nights are good for that. I won't bore you with all the small talk, but essentially she says a taller guy, having to lean down and tad to go into the basement, came up to my door, stood there for a bit, then just walked in. Evidently, he was in all black, and she couldn't make out any details. She asked me if he was cute, and I tell her to shut the hell up. Old women, man, I swear. I'd say it's roughly 1 a.m. at this point. She doesn't work and is always on her porch pretty late into the night, and I didn't want to keep her, so I hopped the fence again, told her goodnight, and headed upstairs. I do my nightly rounds, make sure things are locked and whatnot. I'm also realizing this is going for a bit. Again. Sorry, I feel like this all has me hyper-aware and just remembering everything. I just want to tell you guys everything I can. Anyways, yeah. I lock the basement, lock the doors, I lock everything. Because there's ghosts up in here. LOL. I also kind of tend to pace around a lot. I think it's a nervous tick or something. So I just pace my house back and forth for a bit. Cleaning a little there. Just a guy doing guy stuff. I don't know. But I hear this massive bang downstairs, like something broke. Not like glass shattering. I don't know how to explain it, but I knew something broke. Reality finally hits me, and I just think that mantle must have fallen over and taken everything with it. I pop on my Crocs and head downstairs to assess the damage and whatnot. Nothing. Nothing has changed. I have chills right now just typing this out. The door was jammed again and I couldn't get out. Now, I'm a nerd. I like my video games and whatnot. I'm not the strongest man on the planet and don't want to be. 
but I figured I should be able to unjam a door if I pull hard enough. But this thing just would not move. I get to the point that I grab the nearest tool that's long enough and use it kind of like a crowbar with the metal door handle to try and pry it open. No dice. I break a sweat doing this and finally I remember just being done. I shout to myself, Okay, I get it. Let me out. And nothing really happens. I felt so dumb. I pulled my phone out with the intention of calling the lady next door to ask her if she could come let me out or something. But my phone wouldn't turn on. I leave my phone on one of those wireless chargers 100% of the time while I'm at my desk, so it's always charged. I'd only been away from my desk for maybe two and a half hours at this point and hadn't really needed my phone or checked it at all. So it couldn't have been below 90%. There's no way. But regardless, I figure I better go charge it. I place it on the charge and it's dead. Dead as a rock. Eventually, I let my phone charge to like 50% and head upstairs. This time, the door opens with no issue, and I haven't been in the basement since, not even to go grab that master lock to lock it up. Everything I believe regarding this shit, the afterlife, I'm just shook up pretty bad. I've been trying to muster up the backbone to post something or write something else. Everything makes me jump all the time. AC turns on, heart attack. My neighbor came over to borrow my tiller and knocked on my door, and they noticed I was visibly shook. Asked again if I was doing okay. I told them, yeah, you just spooked me a bit. Sorry. Tiller's under my porch. Feel free to grab it when you need it. I hope it had gas in it. I don't know. This could just be me, but... I've also felt really tired, too. I know they always say that on the ghost shows, but seriously, I feel like I'm just drained. Like I have a pretty good regimen of working in my garden, going on a run, working on the house, etc. I keep busy. It took everything in me to start drywalling yesterday, and today, I didn't even touch it. I have no clue. It's in my head now. I'll keep everyone posted. My friends say I'm going crazy and need to get out. I don't want to leave my house, but I don't want to go into the basement either. It's so confusing. What would you all do? And that, dear listeners, is the end of these true paranormal encounters. If you are sleeping, I hope Slumberland is treating you kindly. If you're awake, I hope you've enjoyed this collection. Until next time, I'll read to you soon. Have yourself a good morning, a good afternoon, or 